I'm fascinated, he said, glancing back at Miss Fromset. She liked it. She liked it very much. Anything else you would care to let drop about him? Well, they call him Violets McGee, I said, on account if he chews little throat pastilles that smell of violets. I don't like your manner, Kingsley said in a voice you could have cracked a Brazil nut on. That's all right, I said. I'm not selling it. I'll give you exactly three minutes. God knows why. He burnt the carpet back past Miss Fromset's desk to his door, yanked it open and let it swing to in my face. Duras Kingsley marched briskly behind about $800 worth of executive desk and planted his backside in a tall leather chair. I don't know McGee. I know Sheriff Peterson. I asked for the name of a reliable man to do a job. I suppose you're the man. McGee is in the Hollywood substation of the sheriff's office, I said. You can check on that. Not necessary. I guess you might do, but don't get flip with me. And remember, when I hire a man, he's my man. He does exactly what I tell him, and he keeps his mouth shut, or he goes out fast. What do you charge? Twenty-five a day in expenses, eight cents a mile for my car. Absurd, he said. Far too much. Fifteen a day flat. I'll pay the mileage within reason, but no joyriding. Just what do you want done, Mr. Kingsley? What do you care? You do all kinds of detective work, don't you? Not all kinds, only the fairly honest kinds. For one thing, I don't do divorce business, I said, and I get a hundred down as a retainer from strangers. Well, well, he said in a voice suddenly soft. And as for being too tough for me, I said, most of the clients start out either by weeping down my shirt or bawling me out to show who's boss. But usually they end up very reasonable, if they're still alive. Well, well, he said again. Do you lose very many of them? Not if they treat me right, I said. I want you to find my wife, he said. Okay, I said. I'll find your wife. She's been gone a whole month, he said, from a cabin we have in the mountains near Puma Point. Do you know Puma Point? I said I knew Puma Point. Our place is three miles from the village, he said, partly over a private road. It's on a private lake, Little Fawn Lake. I own the tract with two other men. It's quite large, but undeveloped. My friends have cabins, I have a cabin, and a man named Bill Chess lives with his wife in another cabin, rent-free, and looks after the place. My wife went up the middle of May, came down twice for weekends, was due down the 12th of June for a party, and never showed up. I haven't seen her since. What have you done about it? I asked. Nothing. I haven't even been up there. He waited, wanting me to ask why. I said, why? He pushed his chair back to get a locked drawer open. He took out a folded paper and passed it over. I unfolded it and saw it was a postal telegraph form. The wire had been filed at El Paso on June 14th at 9.19 a.m. It was addressed to Duras Kingsley, 965 Carson Drive, Beverly Hills, and read... Am crossing to get Mexican divorce. Stop. Will marry Chris. Stop. Good luck and goodbye, Crystal. I put this down on my side of the desk, and he was handing me a large and very clear snapshot which showed a man and a woman sitting on the sand under a beach umbrella. She was a slim blonde, young and shapely and smiling. The man was a hefty, dark, handsome lad with fine shoulders and legs, sleek dark hair and white teeth, six feet of a standard type of homewrecker. 
That's Crystal, Kingsley said. And that's Chris Lavery. She can have him. And he can have her, and to hell with them both. All right, what's the catch? I asked him. There's no telephone up there, he said. And there was nothing important about the affair she was coming down for. So I got the wire before I gave much thought to it. Crystal and I have been washed up for years. She lives her life, and I live mine. She has her own money and plenty of it. She plays around, and I knew Lavery was one of her playmates. I might have been a little surprised that she would actually marry him because the man's nothing but a professional chaser. But the picture looked all right so far, you understand? And then? Nothing for two weeks. Then the Prescott Hotel in San Bernardino got in touch with me and said a Packard Clipper registered to Crystal Grace Kingsley at my address was unclaimed in their garage, and what about it? I told them to keep it, and I sent them a check. I figured she was still out of the state, and that if they had gone in a car at all, they'd gone in Lavery's car. The day before yesterday, however, I met Lavery in front of the athletic club down on the corner here. Lavery said he hadn't gone away with her, hadn't seen her in two months, hadn't had any communications with her of any kind. I said, you believed him? If I believed him, Kingsley said, it wasn't because he's a fellow you have to believe. It's because he's a no-good son of a bitch who thinks it's smart to lay his friends' wives and brag about it. He rode a route for us for a while, and he was in trouble all the time. He couldn't keep his hands off the office help. And apart from all that, there was this wire from El Paso, and I told him about it, and why would he think it worthwhile to lie about it?